Welcome to the Radically Aligned Show. I'm your host, Dieter Suriani. This is the show that covers topics of spirituality, love, relationships, impact, and everything in between. Welcome to the show where there is no filter and nothing is left off the table. And every episode is guaranteed to take you on a journey deep within yourself. Welcome to the Radically Aligned Show, and let's get this one started. Welcome to today's episode. In today's episode, it's going to be a live coaching session with a live guest on the show who I, when I jumped on the call, had little to no idea exactly what she wanted to work on. She mentioned a couple key things in her application, but I wasn't hundred percent sure where this episode was going to go. So in today's episode, in the live coaching session, the question that Sarah kept asking herself was, can joy really last? Can I really feel the way that I want to feel? And some patterns and some core wounds of a past trauma and some imprints from childhood began to come up where we decided to dive in and do a live process. So if you're someone who is feeling unfulfilled or you feel like you're on this roller coaster over the past year with emotion or lack of fulfillment, feeling blocked, or you have some traumas that, you know, on a deep level potentially need to be healed from your past that are blocking you from really having emotional freedom and really being able to attract what you want, this episode is for you. So let's dive into it. Hey, Sarah, happy to have you here today. Today, we're going to be diving into a specific area that you want to laser focus and move through today and have more freedom around. So first of all, I want to know what, why are you excited? Why are you looking forward to today's session together? Um, I'm really just excited to talk some things through and try and find some clarity and, um, grounding, I guess you could say, uh, within myself, because I'm feeling a little bit lost right now. You know, I'm going through the day-to-day motions in my life and uh, getting up, doing my routines, but I'm really struggling with finding some inspiration, feeling grounded, um, you know, trying to find things that actually give me some gratitude as well. Uh, I know I have great things in my life, but it's really hard to sometimes appreciate them. So yeah, I'm looking forward to just some further conversation. So in today's session, I'm going to ask you a series of questions. We're going to go deep. And then based on where you're at and what I feel intuitively is going to support you is potentially a process or maybe a conversation or maybe some actions that you can take in order to move this forward. So the most important thing anytime that you're being coached is to be coachable. So what does that mean? It means listening, being open, letting go of any resistances, letting go of the idea that you have to look a certain way or be a certain way. Because the the most beautiful thing about just showing up as you are in the moment is it allows you to receive what you need without any blockages, without anything getting in the way. So can we agree on that today? Yes, absolutely. So with the work that I do, a lot of people think that it's simply meditation or it's coaching or it's intuitive or it's this or that. It's everything. So I encompass everything in this work. So we're going to allow this to unravel exactly as it needs to. So thanks for being in the journey with me today and for being someone who is going to use their 
struggled or challenged to support other people that are listening that I'm sure many people are in the exact same situation you're in today and are going to get so much value from you just being here and authentically sharing. So thank you for, for sharing yourself. Yes. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So Sarah, uh, tell me a little bit more about some of the challenges that you're facing, the most challenging one that you have right now. And then we're going to go a little bit deeper with that. Right now. um, I think one of the biggest things that comes to mind is feeling a sense of worthiness, um, you know, to, to others, to myself. Um, you know, really sometimes acknowledging where I am in life and my day-to-day job doesn't really feel like it's something that I really want to be doing, um, you know, but I'm doing it for money. I'm doing it um, to get ahead, you know, thinking that it's kind of the best path forward. But I feel like in the last few years, I've lost some direction, some sense of direction with that. Um, just has really brought me with this COVID-19 happening and uh, being in isolation by force of the government, um, it's put some things into perspective for me because I've actually been in a sense of a different kind of isolation for a few years now with the work that I do as um, you know, administration on pipeline construction. I'm constantly in the field and grinding out my weeks with six days a week, 10, 12 hour days, and, you know, no, having no family and friends around and living in places that are not actually home, constantly living a home away from home. And, and I I feel like it's, you know, I've lost a sense of purpose. I've lost a sense of some direction. I I'm starting to feel worthy of a, of a different job, um, career, whatever that may be, or, or even a, a character, I guess you could even say in my life, you know, I'm, I just am feeling lost. So, and with that also comes um, disconnect with friends and family, you know, they, they start to not understand why I'm, I am constantly working away. Um, so it's really hard to keep up with those relationships and uh, those connections with people that I love the most. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's trying to remind myself of, uh, why I'm, I am doing what I'm doing and there are obviously financial goals. Um, but what does that look like in five years from now? Am I still going to be here where I am and still not having a sense of direction or worthiness or purpose? Am I still going to be grateful for the things that I have in my life or am I just going to resent them? Um, yeah, so that's a, <laughs> it's a big picture, I feel, when I start to talk it out, for sure. Great. So what you're saying is you're saying that you're feeling disconnected from your life right now. Is that true? Is that accurate? That's true. And that you are chasing money for success to get ahead, and at the same time asking yourself, what am I getting ahead for, or where am I going? Absolutely. Yes. And as a result, you are feeling disconnected from yourself, from others and your purpose. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for today, if you were to have one challenge specifically that you want to overcome or have clarity on, what would that be? And why now? Um, one of the things that you mentioned, I want to insert this because you did fill out a bit of a questionnaire before coming onto the show is you did mention quick fixes. You did mention numbing. You did mention a little bit of isolation being your normal. So um, I just want to point that out there because those are some things that were coming on 
pretty strong in, in what you, in what you set forward before our conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. I think because, you know, I know, I know the feelings are there and I'm, I am a spiritual person and, and I've done a lot of work in my past, um, you know, getting me to where I am today and, you know, creating a lot of movements and shifts in my own life to fulfill what I feel is, is a sense of a purpose um, and chase the things that I enjoy doing. But absolutely, I think sometimes when you lose that sense of direction, it's easy to just push things deep and, you know, say, okay, well, I will bring those feelings up or I will change my um, attitude when this is over, when this project is done, or when it needs to be, I guess, it's kind of uh, pushing it down, kicking the can down the road, so to speak, right? And so, you know, my day to day, it is numbing, it's, it's getting up and going with the motions and um, coming home and cooking and throwing on Netflix and not doing anything beneficial for myself when it comes when it comes to the things that I should be focusing on. Um, instead, I, I know so I'm going to pause you just for a second. I'm going to pause you. You're doing great. You're sharing a lot of really good information for me, but I want to backtrack just a little bit and I'm going to come in a few times during our conversation to reframe and to allow you to be more aware of a few things. So the first thing that I noticed is as soon as you started to get into the space of sharing how you were feeling, the first thing that you did was you say, when you when you feel things or push things down you. So instead of owning your words, owning your experience, you are pushing it outside of yourself. So what we're going to do for the rest of the conversation is I want you to be very aware of when you say you rather than I, because that's a huge shift in owning your feelings, not pushing it away because you is a way of pushing it away with our words. So I didn't even realize I was saying that. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. So that's number one. So we're gonna okay. we're gonna be aware of that in this conversation and moving forward. Deal? Deal. <laughs> okay, I'm all about the deal. <laughs> the next piece is you said you're pushing things into the future of when this happens, then this. So this is a case of what I like to call the imaginary rules. And these can come from imprints of our past, from our childhood, from our belief systems, and essentially is a way that we continue to push what we want further and further away from ourselves. We continue to push it into the future. And then days, years, months go by and we wonder, how come I don't feel the way I want to feel? How come I haven't done that thing that I've always wanted to do? And it comes back to, first of all, number one, feeling your experience fully, which we're going to be doing today, which is owning the eye, owning the feelings, getting into it. And then the second piece is understanding some of these imaginary rules that you have, how long they've been there for and how they're showing up today because our imaginary rules come from our past imprints and oftentimes they're a part of our personality. And our personality is a place of our habits, our belief systems, and how we show up every day, our actions, right? Our behaviors. And so this, when I do this, once I grind it out, when I put in the hard work, once I isolate long enough, then I can have what I have always wanted. So the question is not whether or not you need to do all of that work in order to have what you want. The question is, are you just going to know what you want, feel the deep feelings around it, and then just take forward and own it 
rather than doing this sidestepping, self-sabotaging behavior that's probably been playing out most of your life. Mm -hmm. So when I say this, what's ringing true for you? What's coming up for you? Well, in the last five years, that's exactly what I have been doing. Um, It is living in that that way of life. I will just need to get through these three months, you know, have some money in my pocket and then I will be happy. Or, you know, a lot of things ring true when I think back to my marriage that I left. Um, I think I, I jumped into a marriage because I thought I need to be married and then I will be happy. I need to just, you know, bite the bullet and, and, and get there to that place. And then from there, you know, the next step would be to buy a house. And once we have a house, I will feel happy. And, you know, just feeling like you're... I. I. Yes. (laughs) I am. It is just that I, I am not, I guess, ultimately happy with what I have today. You know, it's, um, it's what, I guess, when is it going to be enough, right? How do you know that you're in a state of happiness? Will you ever have I even experienced true happiness? You know, um, I think a lot of mixed emotions come up for me quite a bit because you start to ask yourself, have I ever really been happy in life? Have I really experienced pure joys in life? And I definitely think back to a few, um, but I know that I, I have not experienced joy in the last five years. (laughs) And um, I'm definitely chasing that, that, that high, you know, but it's like, will it only last a little bit? Like, does joy only exist for a moment? Or can joy exist for a long time? Can you be in a state of happiness for for a while? Can I? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I just uh, realizing that that obviously sparks something deep in me when I talk about joy and happiness. I feel that for sure. (laughs) Thank you. So when we, when we go into what you are sharing right now is can joy last? Mm -hmm. Can I receive joy and happiness and be fulfilled without chasing it, without it being outside of me? So right within there, there's a belief system that's been ingrained probably at a young age that has to do with joy being outside of you and maybe this coping mechanism of self-numbing. So when we talk about some self-numbing behaviors or ways it shows up in your life, what are some of the ways that you think it's showing up today as far as you stepping away from feeling the way that you're feeling? And I'm bringing this up because the more specific we can get with these, the deeper we can go. Um, You know, probably... One of the biggest things I feel is lack of motivation completely. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's going to the things that just make you feel comfortable um, watching Netflix, right? So that you can I. not watch <laughs> watching Netflix hey, you're so, I, I, yeah. so I don't have to think about where and what I should be doing in that moment instead, right? Whether mm-hmm. it is picking up a book or going for a run or doing a meditation or, or doing a a yoga class for myself. Um, I have a very hard time finding the inspiration and the motivation to do those things because sometimes it's easier to just not. And yeah, so numbing, (laughs) I would say numbing that way. I would say numbing in, in a sense of not 
maybe even picking up the phone and calling a loved one to share the hardships and the disconnect that I'm feeling within myself or uh, with someone else. So isolation is probably then another main numbing thing that I that I am doing. I other than checking in with my mom so she knows I'm alive. <laughs> um, it's quite easy to not call friends anymore. And then I start to realize that they aren't calling me either. <laughs> and that sometimes is a wake up call for myself. And I realize that I am also equally in control of that. So those are definitely things that I'm doing that are numbing the situation and um, making it worse for myself. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So when we, when we drop a little bit deeper into this, so how long have you been in this space? You mentioned five years. Is that accurate for this state of not feeling, of feeling disconnected, of, of being in the state? Or do you feel that it goes back further? I would think it goes back a little bit further. Um, you know, probably high school, maybe even earlier. Sometimes I choose to block out a lot of those parts of my life. Mm-hmm. It's something that definitely comes to mind and it's very hard to talk about, but um, I am an only child and uh, my mom and I, you know, had a, my mom raised me and, um, you know, she definitely had a problem with drinking um, and that kind of showed up in my early teens, I would say. And my dad was not present, um, at least from what I really remember. And even when he tried to be, I don't think it was enough. It wasn't everything that I needed. So I, yeah, growing up, I really, I have a hard time remembering, to be honest, some points in time in my life, because I think I have chosen to block those memories out for certain reasons. So that's probably something that um, definitely sparks something in me that's really very hard to talk about. and then my mom, you know, became ill. Uh, she ended up being diagnosed with liver cancer. And prior to that, though, a few months prior to that, she had uh, she had actually put herself through rehab. So those were some things that I really never talked about with anybody, um, my closest friends, family members. It was something that, you know, there's shame around there. There's there's resentment as well little girl, I guess, Hmm. seeing a woman, you know, a role model that I love so much do that to herself. And I knew that she always was so strong for us, but I wondered why she was doing that to herself. And um, I knew that she was numbing pain as well. And so maybe when I think back to why, you know, it is easy to numb, I think that is something that kind of resonates with me. And even though I don't have those tendencies myself currently in my life, um, I definitely see how it is easy to numb, um, whether it is by isolating or disconnecting yourself from the world, um, you know, whether it is picking up a, a glass of wine or a drink, whether it's, you know, deciding not to do good things for yourself in your body, myself. in your mind, myself. myself. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So thank you for sharing that. I know it's not easy and I can relate to many things that you're sharing. So thank you for being vulnerable. Because vulnerability, when you can expand and be in a space of vulnerability and be held, seen and understood 
without the feeling that it's not safe, that is where you can begin to heal this. So for you today, what do you feel intuitively is more important for you, for you to connect deeper with this feeling and to connect deeper with yourself and this feeling and move through the shame that maybe showing up in other areas of your life. Do you feel that the shame is showing up in other areas of your life? Definitely. (laughs) Okay. Let's talk about it. Um, I'm feeling into the shame of being seen in your truth. That's what's intuitively coming through for me. Definitely. Hmm. I feel, I feel shame that I'm, that I can't even really describe, you know, who I am and what I want to be doing. I guess it's, um, you know, it just comes down to a sense of worthiness too. It's, um, it's a lack of feeling like I'm, I'm worthy of certain things in life. You know, I have shame around my divorce for sure. Um, you know, I, I knew that it was a situation that I needed to leave. There's no doubt about it, but, um, you know, I, once again, I just felt like I wasn't really listening to myself. Mm. I wasn't listening to my gut. And I feel like so many times in my life, you know, my gut has told me things that I've really <laughs> ignored. And, um, you know, it's, it's easy to be mad at yourself sometimes, right? Myself. Myself. Mm. And yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm mad at myself. <laughs> okay. So I want you to feel into this for a moment. I want you to feel into this anger that is really wanting to come through. And when you draw deeper, 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 deeper into that anger, what do you feel? I feel a little girl just wanting to be loved. Mm. Mm -hmm. And so if you were to talk to that little girl today, what would you, what would you say to her? It's okay to feel these things that you're feeling. It's okay to ask for the things that you want in life. It's okay to want things in life. But I feel like it starts with learning to love yourself from the beginning. Hmm. So how can you take this wisdom inside of yourself and know that it is okay to feel right now? I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so just feel into it. You're gonna just gonna close your eyes, and we're gonna do an exercise, okay? Okay. And we're just gonna feel everything as deeply and as completely as possible. Okay. Any images, thoughts, body sensations, emotions that represent these feelings that you've been suppressing? Bring it into your awareness now. It's okay. You're safe. It's okay to feel. And feel everything as deeply and as completely as possible. And then take a deep breath in. And big breath out. Good. Now feel everything in as deeply and as completely as possible. Again, breathe it in. And breathe it out. 
again, any images, thoughts, body sensations, emotions that represent the feelings that want to come through, feel them now. Enter those experiences now. Breathe it in. Breathe every last little bit of it in. And breathe it out. And tell me, what do you feel now? I feel a little bit of peace with breathing. Mm -hmm. I feel a little more present than I did 10 minutes ago. Okay. What else? I feel blocked, to be honest. Beautiful. You're feeling blocked. And so we're going to dive into that today. And so I'm just trying to feel what the best entry point would be for us today to work on. So your number one piece is you are going to quick fixes. There's numbing, there's worthiness, there's running. I think that the most important piece is that we go through the block. So I'm going to do a process on you. And um, yeah, so we're good. Okay. <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. I, I just, I feel like I have a, a lot of things coming up and I just feel like I can't even hone into one of the them. one feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to focus on one of them today. Otherwise mm-hmm. it's going to feel like a lot. And the great thing about this work is one thing is connected to everything. Mm-hmm. So you're going to feel a shift in one and it's going to shift everything. So based on what we've been going over, we're talking about there's a block and there's numbing and um, some stuff with your mom came up and also being a young girl, not being able to feel and numb. So what that tells me is that in your childhood, you probably didn't have a chance to feel. That uh, that makes a lot of sense when you say it like that. Um, I think... In a lot of areas, when I was younger, I felt like I was having to be the adult. I was having to be a, a caregiver. And when you're that young, sometimes you don't even know the things that you're doing. Um, I, I, the things that I'm doing, I should have been doing other things as a little girl versus being the caregiver. Thank you. So what we're going to do is we're going to go into a process and we're actually going to be working directly with your mom. Okay. And so until we're able to really heal and understand the entire situation, oftentimes as adults, we're doing the same thing in a different way. And so one of the things that's coming up for me is, as you say, I should have been doing other things. There's some self-forgiveness that needs to happen here and forgiveness towards your mom. Yes. So are you open to doing some trauma work today to go back to a moment in time that maybe blocked and totally resolve it so that moving forward, you can show up more powerfully for yourself? Yes, for sure. Beautiful. But before we go there, I want you to feel into, um, we can use your childhood as a collective, okay? Okay for now. And then as we go into the process, specific things are going to pop up. Okay. And we're going to work through those. So when you think of childhood or a moment in time with your, your mom, is there a specific trauma or imprint that feels, you know, strong to you? Um, okay. So 
do you want me to just kind of explain the situation? The beautiful thing about this work is I don't need to know because it's not therapy. It's actually instant shifts. So you don't have to tell me the situation, but what I would like to know is on a scale of one to 10, I don't like the number seven. So please give me a six or an eight if you're thinking about seven. Okay. Um, On a scale of one to 10, how strongly would you rate this imprint? And when I say imprint, I mean how it's impacting you today. I would say a nine. (laughs) Okay. And so how is it impacting you today? How is this trauma showing up in your life today? Um, I would say that I feel, I feel scared when I do something numbing to myself. Um, I think, I mean, showing up, like, can we talk about like alcoholism? Like, is that a, is that something that shows up? <laughs> um, yeah, I would say, you know, oh man, DJ, this is, this is deep. <laughs> this is really hard to talk about. Um, yeah, I would say that I'm, I'm scared of developing the same habits that she had and probably still has to this day. Thank you. How would you like to feel instead? Instead of having this fear, how would you like to feel instead? Or what is the belief system you'd like to have instead of maybe a belief system that you have now? I would like to feel okay with the topic of alcohol, Um, drinking, you know, seeing other people around me drink, wondering if me you know, going to have a drink is a repetitive action that, that my mom did. Am I going down a, am I going down a a bad path? Am I going down a slippery slope by having a drink, having those same tendencies when it comes to numbing, you know, my actions, the things that I do in my adult life, am I my mom in a sense, right? Am I, this is really hard. (laughs) This is really hard because I also hope that if she ever watches this, that she knows that, you know, there's no ill intention here at all. (laughs) So for this, I want you to feel into you in the here and now. You in the here and now, you're not responsible for anything outside of you. You're responsible for yourself, your future, mm-hmm. your numbing. So is it fair to say that your goal with moving through this trauma would be to know that you have control over the present moment and the future and that you will always take care of yourself rather than numbing? Mm-hmm. I would like to think that, yes, that is fair to say. Okay. So is that your goal for today's session? I think it's a, it's a good goal. Yes. Okay. If you were to achieve this goal and know that you are able to show up powerfully for yourself and not go down the same path that maybe your mom went through, would that be a huge win for you? Absolutely. Yes. Beautiful. So we're going to go back in time. Okay. And I'm going to get you to feel some things that you haven't felt. 
It's not going to last very long. It's only going to be a moment in time. When we go there, I'm going to get you to take a picture, a snapshot, a moment in time. And in a snapshot, you're going to take, keep it frozen. In a snapshot, there's an image, a thought, a body sensation, and an emotion. And you're going to keep that frozen. And I'm going to ask you some weird questions that are unrelated to anything that's going on. And you're going to want to cheat and your brain's going to be like, what's going on? But you're going to stay in the present moment in time. After that, we're going to come back and we're going to revisit this and see what's happened. And then from there, we're going to see and feel the deeper essence of you that's been wanting to come through. Okay. All right. So as you can tell, Sarah is ready to dive into doing this work. So I wanted to pop in here and share a little bit about the process that I'm taking her through so that you're not listening to the entire process. So essentially with this, we came to the conclusion that what was coming up for her in the present moment with her fear of self-numbing and some other fear of can joy last and this lack of self-trust, we identified that this came from childhood and it was important to go and clear it and heal it so that she can really show up from a place of freedom. So as she mentioned, this trauma, this imprint from childhood has a huge impact on her. It's impacting her in the joy that she feels, the amount of self trust that she has, as well as other themes in her life that as you may be able to listen, you may be able to tune into. So right away, I knew that this was the entry point that we needed to do. And so in this process that I take her through, she was standing up and going through an ancient wisdom technology. And essentially what we're doing is we're collapsing time and space. And with any trauma, in order to completely complete it, we need to go back and fully feel what we weren't able to potentially feel at the moment of the trauma. So when there's a trauma, there's an image, a thought, a body sensation, an emotion, and an energetic. And because when we experience a trauma or really strong imprint, we're not able to fully process the experience. And because we're not able to fully process the experience, it gets held in our body. It gets held in our energetics. It gets held in our mind, the thoughts, the thoughts that may not even be our own and can be self-sabotaging or really harmful. And then the emotion can also get stuck in our body, which can cause tension, disconnection from our body, among other things. And the interesting thing about this is she shared that she doesn't want to numb herself like how her mom has been numbing herself throughout her life. And so it's important to complete this cycle and this experience for her so that in the future, we are completing the experience so that she's not going outside of herself to numb and avoid these feelings and emotions that haven't been processed. So we're going to get back right into the session and you're going to experience the last session or the last portion of the process that I took her through. So look around the room again, get familiar with this present moment in time. Look at five objects in the room. And then when you feel like you are in this present moment in time, go ahead and close your eyes. Good. So again, you're safe. You're in your home. I'm here talking to you over Zoom. Feel your breath. Feel this moment in time. When you feel present in this moment in time, go ahead and nod your head to let me know. Good. Now freeze it and tell me in this frozen snapshot, what image do you have? My kitchen. Thank you. In this frozen snapshot, what is the thought that you have? Happiness. 
Thank you. In this frozen snapshot, what is the body sensation that you have? Lightness. Thank you. What is the emotion that you have in this frozen snapshot? Gratitude. Beautiful. Take a deep breath in. And out. Now, nice and slowly begin to turn to your left, and I'll let you know when it's time to stop. Stop. Go back to the trauma, the same trauma. See what you saw then. Hear what you heard then. Feel fully what you felt then. Again, do not hold anything back. Allow yourself to feel it. Any images, thoughts, body sensations, emotions, enter that experience now. Enter the most traumatic moment of the experience and not a moment sooner, nod your head to let me know you're there. Good. Now freeze it. Keep it frozen. In this frozen snapshot, what image do you have? My mom. Thank you. In this frozen snapshot, what thought do you have? Sadness. Thank you. In this frozen snapshot, what body sensation do you have? Vulnerable. Thank you. In this frozen snapshot, what emotion do you have? Resentment. Thank you. With the pointer finger of your dominant hand, go ahead and take it and press into the center of the frozen snapshot out in front of you. Again, keeping it frozen. In this room, in this time, in this space, what is the distance between the tip of your finger, which is in the center of the frozen snapshot, and the wall to your left? An inch. And the wall to your right? An inch. In this room, in this time, in this space, what is the distance between the tip of your finger, which is in the center of the frozen snapshot, and the wall out in front of you? An inch. And the wall behind you? An inch. Thank you. Take a deep breath in and out. Good. Now, in this moment in time, again, this keeping it frozen from the tip of your finger to the ceiling, what is the distance? Foot. And the floor? Nothing. Thank you. Breathe in again. Breathe out. Nice and slowly begin to turn to your left. And watch what happens to the frozen snapshot as you turn yourself all the way around and stop. Release your arm. Take a deep breath in. And out. Beautiful. Now open your eyes and come back to this moment in time again, me talking to you over Zoom. And tell me, how do you experience the trauma now? I kind of saw washing away. Keep your eyes open. Stay present in this moment in time. Thank you. On a scale of one to 10 from this moment in time, how would you rate the trauma now? Two. Thank you. Good. Now imagine a big ball of bright white light above your head. You can close your eyes. And I want you to see and experience this bright, white, healing light. Move through your entire body with each breath in. Bringing this loving light energy through every cell of your body. And then with every breath out, see and experience this bright, white light. Move out of you in all directions. Infinitely to your left. 
to your right, out in front of you, behind you, above you, and below you. And with every breath in, see and experience as loving light move through your body as you release any emotions attached to yourself and anyone else that was present in this moment in time in the trauma, forgiving yourself and forgiving everyone else that was involved, feeling a wave of forgiveness move through your entire body and out of you in all directions, knowing that that moment in time was just a moment in time and now it has passed and that you are able to connect deeper with your heart, with yourself, and anchor into who you are in the here and now from a place of choice, from a place of love, from a place of understanding. Beautiful. Take another deep breath in and out. Beautiful. How do you feel? Like a lot lighter. (laughs) A lot lighter. I feel like a million thoughts that were very overwhelming and overbearing have dissipated quite a bit. What are you more conscious of now than before? That it's in the past and that I am here today, present with you. Mm. And how do you feel that this is going to change your life and how you show up? By reminding myself to not be afraid of the past and breathing through it when it comes through my body when it does but knowing that it will soon escape because I don't need to carry it with me Hmm, beautiful so what do you feel more capable of now than before capable in the sense of maybe not bearing those memories so much you know, maybe really focusing on doing some of that work to releasing those emotions that come over me. And they are no longer they are no longer a part of my my current state. Thank you. So what is your new story around self-numbing and around the past and you in the now? What is the new story that you are committed to taking forward into your reality? as a result of dropping this weight and having a deeper understanding that that was in the past. It's not now. I think my new story will be making more time and space for myself to shed these, the things I can't control. (laughs) You know, they're just, uh, they're past experiences. So my new story would be what is your new story? Not my new story. Be. Own your words, girl. <laughs> See that? <laughs> We're going to work on that. I think that is um yeah, you've you brought that to my attention. Um I, I want to make time for myself. How about I, I am want, making time for myself. I'm going to. I I am making time for myself. Okay. I'm going to. Yes. Okay. Beautiful. And so in regards to self-numbing, what's your new story about that? 
I'm going to, I'm going to make time for more meditation and I'm going to make time for my yoga practice because I feel that that is, that is a big part of, of who I am. And I've been missing that immensely. Beautiful. So how is this process beneficial for you and others in your life because you've done it? It's beneficial because it, it puts you, it puts things, I. In the, puts I, puts myself, <laughs> puts <Yeah>. me. <laughs> yeah. It brings me back to reality in this moment and who I am today. You know, I am no longer there. I am in control of what I'm doing today. I am in control of setting my alarm and getting up and doing the things I promised myself I was going to do today. And Beautiful. I'm going to start there because I know that I can't conquer it all in a day. <laughs> Beautiful. And for the purpose, because I am still coaching you, is you can conquer and you can show up exactly as you choose to in every moment. So I want to invite you into exploring some of the negative language that you use that's discounting your ability and what's available to you. Okay. Okay. So what's one actual step that you can take today within the next 24 hours to lock this shift into reality, into physical reality? Well, I think, yes, being present with myself and avoid the numbing tendencies that I seem to go to. Mm. May I make a suggestion? Please. (laughs) Beautiful. I invite you to not avoid them, but instead to notice when you want to go to them and ask yourself, what am I feeling in this moment that I am escaping, that I am running away from? And allow yourself to feel, coming back to that advice that you would want to give your younger self, it's okay to feel. All right. So thank you for listening to this episode. I hope that you got a ton of value. And as you can see, the power of doing this work is so deep. When we got into this coaching session with Sarah, she was feeling, you know, out of sorts. She wasn't trusting herself. She had all of these thoughts of, you know, can I really have what I want? Can I really create a new path? Can I really trust myself to take care of myself and not step into patterns of self-numbing? And so the beautiful thing about this is I've spoken to Sarah since this episode was recorded and she's made massive changes in her life. And it would be great to have her on the show to connect on that, but she's made some massive shifts in her life since this process and really doing some deeper work. So I am really, um, really excited for this new chapter that she's going to step into. And when she got into the experience of the trauma and how fully this was impacting her, she rated it as a nine out of 10. She said it was super significant and it was really blocking her from experiencing joy on many levels. And within just about 10 or 15 minutes of taking her through a process that I work with my clients on, she was able to complete it. She was able to walk away and say, I trust myself and that that is in the past and it has nothing to do with me, which is the gateway to freedom. 
If you're someone who is interested in being a guest on the show and receiving live coaching, I'll be doing one of these every three to four episodes. So you're more than welcome to go into the show notes and find our email, which is community at radicallyaligned.com and apply to be an upcoming guest. And if you're someone who is like, I want to receive more of this work, I know I have work to do. You're more than welcome to check out the notes in our bio and learn more about some of our upcoming programs where we dive deeper into this work of self-trust, of healing the past, of forgiveness, of really stepping into your power, your truth, trusting yourself and developing radical rituals for success so that you can be radically aligned and be the leader of your life and really show up in all areas powerfully. So sending you lots of love. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you did go ahead and leave a review. And if you haven't already go ahead and click subscribe. So you don't miss any of our weekly updates with our new episodes. Thanks for listening to the Radically Aligned Show. We love our community and we love that you're here spending time with us. And we want to hear from you. What has been your biggest insight, win, or aha, or moment during this episode? We'd love to have you join the community. So come on over to Facebook. We have a Facebook community for the Radically Aligned community. And we'd love to hear what you're up to, what your stories are, what's resonating, and what you want more of. And if you haven't already, go ahead and click subscribe so you don't miss any of the upcoming episodes that drop every Thursday. And if you love the show, you love the content, please go ahead and leave a review. It would mean so much to us. Have an amazing day. Sending you lots of love. Mwah.